When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty. And it never stops. It's always something, right? Yes. This week we had to have the windshield replaced. Yeah, they had to take out this huge windshield in our motorhome and put in a new one because we had a crack in it. Yeah, we were driving down 395 in California and a truck passed us and bang, a stone from his tire hit directly in the middle of our windshield. Yeah. And then, of course, it cracked. Yeah, we thought, okay, it's just a chip. If we could get that chip filled in by Safe Light or something, but then we hit a bump and boom, it just went from side to side. It sure did. So that took care of that. Man, did that thing look ugly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a big, huge target. Yeah. It's also 300 pounds. Yeah. But the insurance company sent a couple of guys out to fix it. They actually came to us. Yeah. And we were able to watch the entire thing. Yeah, right here in the campground. And you videoed it. I did. I've got a video of it on Instagram, on our Instagram page, Rocking the RV Life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just wonder, with all the motorhomes out there, there's got to be people who drive and drive for years and never get a crack, never get a stone thrown I think up. that's rare. Yeah. So You do? Yeah. I don't know. Because I, uh, the windshields are so big. I know. I know. And they say this happens all the time. Yeah. Well, so. this is our second one, so yeah. the first one was on our um, base star before this, yeah, but we traded it in. in uh, Montana. Yeah, we traded it in before we had to fix it, which was right. kind of nice, mm-hmm. <laughs> actually. General RB hates us. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> oh, well. All right. One thing that happened this week that was really great is we met this amazing couple. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Zach and Desiree Barr. They're actually from Washington, and they've been full-time traveling for two years, and they have a young son. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the most amazing thing about this is this story that Desiree told us about her life. Yes. Oh, wait till you hear that. Oh, my gosh. I've never met anybody that had that happen to him. Right. That was quite a story. It's something that you would think you'd see on television. Yes. But, yeah, wait till you hear this story. Oh, my gosh. But, boy, they're so nice. And they went full time about two years ago. They sold their house. They sold everything and took off. Wait till you hear their story. Yep. As a matter of fact, they're with us right now. Mm -hmm. Zach and Desiree. 
Welcome to our podcast. Thanks Thank for you. Us. Thank you so much for having us. This is interesting. How long have you been married? It'll be 10 years next year, next oh, September. Okay. And you're in your mid 30s. Mm-hmm. You are right in the middle of this new demographic that it used to be people 55 and older were the biggest buyers of RVs. Today, it's the mid 30s. So you guys fit right in the middle of that. And you're full time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Been full time on the road for two years now. So I would imagine you started off in a home. You got married. You had a house, right? Mm-hmm. And you yep. had your baby. We did all the things. Yeah. A boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then something happened. How did you come to the decision to sell your home and live in an RV full time? I was a salon owner and I had to be shut down during COVID. And like a lot of people, I got on TikTok and somehow landed on van life TikTok and travel TikTok and just it kind of like sucked me in. I was like, I can't believe people do this. Like right. they, they travel full time and... I just daydreamed about it, thinking it'd be so cool. Never really thought that that we would ever do it. But I don't know, a couple months later, just kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it, and eventually brought it up to Zach and was like, what would you uh, What would you think of this? I thought she was crazy as all hell. So <laughs> he, looked, he looked at me so sideways. Yeah. Like, well, that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> we just bought our first house. I just got a promotion at work. And it's like, I just want to go th- throw that all away and hit the road. Right. Yeah. And I just got my own salon, like something I'd been dreaming of. We built it for ourselves. Fif- yeah, for 15 years, I finally got it done and it was like like a studio at my house so I never had to like take Leighton to daycare or anything like that was the dream he thought I was nuts everyone that we told thought we were nuts when we finally decided to do it because we to everyone else it just looked like we got everything we wanted and then we were just you know, selling right. everything and giving it all away. Well, Zach, what <laughs> did you do? I was a logistics and installation manager for a granite company out of Seattle. So okay. dealt with uh, mostly like headstones and large granite memorials for like veterans memorials. And oh. so I sent them around the states, around the countries and then installed them. So oh, wow. interesting. Yeah, very well, interesting yeah. job. A very labor intensive <laughs> job. Yeah. That, and Plus that was the commute. Yeah, that was one of the big things too. I was killing myself doing that job. So Switching to this definitely helps. So. Yes. so, two years on the road, two years living in an RV, looking back, what do you think about your decision? Best we're, decision we've made. We love it. Yeah, no love it. kidding. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're ecstatic about it. Well, and Zach is an RV tech, mm-hmm. yep. so you I would imagine you get a lot of work oh, in the yeah. campgrounds. Definitely. Every campground I go to is generally pretty busy. Some are a lot slower than others, but mm-hmm. I usually always have something I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like this park we're currently in, just been slammed the whole time. Oh, so. well, well, I'll tell that's you, great. you got the best place in the park because when you pull into this park, there is your truck mm-hmm. with your sign. And yes. it's like you pull into that. You know, if I have any problem, I'm calling this guy. <laughs> yeah. yes. Cheap advertisement, get the front spot. Yeah, yes. yeah. Strategically Perfect. placed there. Yeah. So, <laughs> what do you call your business? We are Safe Travelers. Okay, Safe uh, Travelers. Yep, LLC. And then, yeah. So, we just, like I said, we just show up to a parks and fix everything we can. So, and then, wife's a hairstylist as well, so she'll cut people's hair. Yeah, I think yes. I've seen your sign. Yeah, you know? I think we saw it last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were here last year, too. Mm-hmm. We were. Yes. Yeah, we had to come back because we were so busy last year. We like, love this part. Yes. Might as well. Well, that's fantastic. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to put a link in our description where if anybody needs some RV service 
and they're in your area, they can call or they can go to your site. So mm-hmm. that'll work out yeah. pretty nice. Always give me a call. Hey, and always s- help out. Speaking of RVs, what is the biggest problem that you see in RVs? Ah, I get that question a lot. It's a wide variety. It's a little bit of everything because everything on these things break down. Right. <laughs> usually it's either the roof, AC, something's wrong with that. Towables, it's usually the wheel bearings need packed. Water heater needs flush. Minimal things. Nothing usually too crazy. But right. Yeah, because all the crazy things you've only had like once. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of random things really? that he's had. The other day we had our windshield replace because we picked up a stone over on 395 and it hit right in the middle of the windshield. So, of course, eventually the insurance company sent somebody out. They took off the windshield, put on the new one and everything. And, and these guys started telling us that... Um, in a lot of cases, they take off the windshield to put in new refrigerators mm-hmm. or, you know, furniture in these RVs. Yep. If you ever need a new fridge or a new, uh, new couch or something like that, windshield comes out, just do it at the same time. So yeah. Wow. I've yet to have to do that one. So Yeah, I would oh. imagine. Yeah, the windshield weighs like 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. They're not light. I know um, some people will actually remove slide outs as well, like mm-hmm. at shops too. Right. take fridges in and out as well so oh my gosh. i'm not doing that out in the field but no right so you're on the road and how old is your son now he's six okay six. so how does that work how does school work and and how does he feel about this traveling lifestyle you know i feel like it's very like normal to him because he was so young when we hit the road being mm-hmm. four so i think that sometimes he wishes like he could go back into a house like have his own like actual bedroom with four walls but overall I think he really loves it school's really great I know for a fact that he likes the way we do school because I told him in the past like how public school works like you'd be gone all day long and you know you just see us for breakfast and then dinner and he's just like I don't want that so I think he really does appreciate being with us so much mm-hmm. so I love that uh-huh. do you do like an online school or do you teach him yourself I do like a little bit of both uh-huh. I do a combination he's just in first grade so it's pretty simple right um, I use like an online program that kind of helps with like visualizations and videos and tests and things but when it comes to like reading and math i just kind of do that one-on-one well i would imagine he's going to be an expert in geography (laughs) i would hope so (laughs) where are some of the cool places you've been when we left washington is where we're from originally and then we booked it all the way to the florida keys oh wow first thing we did um and that's beautiful out in the florida when you guys run you run far yeah the first year yeah that was what we did when we first hit the road we're just like want to see everything and we did we traveled to probably way too fast yeah but we did see a lot of and then uh utah things. probably our favorite state we oh, love yeah. the mighty five in yeah, utah yeah we've done all five national parks there wow. we do love utah and then baja mexico mm-hmm. yep we did that's that last favorite. winter so that's kind of our new favorite place right now <laughs> well you know what that's a really interesting question because i get back and forth on mexico People will tell me, don't go to Mexico. You know, you can get robbed or they'll stop you and ask for $100 or whatever the case. Where do you guys go and how safe is it? So we went down last year. The farthest we went was a town called Mulahe. Okay. Uh, Playa Sanis back is the beach we stayed at. And the whole trip down there, I thought, was very safe. Never got hassled by anyone. Like I said, we just stayed on the Baja side. They have a lot of um, 
tourism. People mm-hmm. come down there for tourism, so they depend on the that, those kind of people. So mm-hmm. we we thought it was great. So yeah, I think they work hard to keep that safe because there's so many travelers. Yeah. RV travelers specifically. Yeah. So, I mean, we we joined a chat a few months before going uh-huh. um, that had, you know, a couple hundred people who who go to Baja every year. And we just kind of followed all of their input and stories. And whenever anybody does run into anything that is kind of sketchy, like being bribed or anything, people talk about it in their chats, mm-hmm. in that chat. So I think that just like watching that chat and kind of being reassured that, yeah, okay, things like that do happen, but it's so rare that it's worth the risk. Wow. Right. So Well, things like that happen in the United States, too. So oh, yeah. there's exactly. plenty of major really? cities that are just as bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just so out of your element to yeah. have like law enforcement be a possible enemy. Right. So bribery yeah. kind yeah. of situation. Shook down for it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jeff, we need to do that. We, it's so She wants popular. to go to Mexico. I want to go oh, so oh, yeah. We're going again this year for uh, two months we're planning on. Wow. Two months you're yeah, going to be down there. Are you guys yeah. like on the beach? It must be gorgeous. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's the best part about it is there's so many spots that are literally right on the water oh, and you full know, those are a little more rare mm-hmm. to be right on the beach with mm-hmm. full hookup. Right, that's, that makes sense. That's yeah. super rare, actually. Yeah. So we do mostly boondocking so that we can have yeah. those prime spots. Yeah. And they're like 10 bucks a night. Yeah, oh. that's... Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. And yeah. the, like, you like, can't beat that. The Playa Santa's back place is really nice because, like, they'll have guys that come with, like, big blue jugs of water, like oh. 55 gallons, so you can put in your rig. Oh, They nice. have a dump station on hand. So they have all the major things you need if you want to stay there a long time. Right. So. Yeah, to get the best out of your Baja experience, you definitely do want to be comfortable with boondocking. Well, I noticed that uh, whenever you arrive at a place or go somewhere, you guys aren't afraid to kind of dive in with both feet and get involved in events. Oh, yeah. We've learned. The first year, we weren't that social. And so we learned over probably the last year a little bit better how to socialize. Mm -hmm. We have... Republic of Nomads to probably think for that. Have you heard? No. No. Okay. Yeah, it was started by Stephanie Simpson and Christian Axness. And Stephanie's actually here in the park right now. It's just a really great group that hosts events. And we were part of one of their very first events in Vegas for Halloween last year. Yeah, they focus on like families that have been doing this for like two years plus mm-hmm. and wow. so families that actually want to connect with other people so mm-hmm. yeah like so longevity like, of yeah. of this lifestyle not just like the short termers and so that way you like really are making like real connections and with people who you'll run into time and time again mm-hmm. so well, that's been funny. a huge help one of the first places that we saw you guys was at the cathedral city balloon festival oh yep. yeah <laughs> oh, that was a blast and stephanie simpson was the one that actually got us to do that mm-hmm. yeah she posted it in in the republic of nomads uh facebook page such a cool experience was what? that your first experience with hot air balloons First time helping out, yeah. Yeah. We went last year and just, just visited looked. and uh-huh. looked. Yeah, we were spectators we last year, but we did get to catch a basket. We did. We did get to catch one of the balloons. <laughs> so that, I think, was kind of like our toe in the water that we were like, oh my gosh, that was kind of fun. Like, it next was. year we should mm-hmm. definitely volunteer and, like, really get our 
feet wet. My God, I'll oh, tell you, great. the different shapes, just incredible. Yeah, it's and fun. I'll tell you, Zach is a pretty big guy, and <laughs> if I had a balloon, man, I'd want you holding one of the ropes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I think the when we, the first thing he's like, you're going to run the crown line. I'm like, yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. You'll make sure the balloon does what it's supposed to. You guys have family with you, and your family travels sometimes with you? Yes. And there's a story behind this. A bit of one, yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear this story. This is going to be really, really interesting. Yes. Okay. So the family that's traveling with us, they have their own rig. We have ours. They have a house in, it's my dad, his wife, and my grandma, my dad's mom. And they have a house in Idaho. They all live together in, but, you know, they I hate the winter there, so they're traveling with us currently, and they wanted to go to Mexico. But, yeah, I guess the story behind it is is what kind of sparked them to travel with us and spend a lot more time with us is because I just met my father for the first time uh, in April of 2021. So it was just a few months before we actually hit the road. At the time, he was living in Arizona, so hitting the road for us gave the opportunity to go like really spend some time with him and meet him and get to know him and his wife so it was your first time meeting your father yes wow yeah and so they've met us numerous times on the road since we've been traveling yosemite a couple times and we go to texas together No, no vegas i also found my uncle who is my dad's brother but they didn't know each other existed either wow yeah so yeah his brother lives in texas and we all met in vegas is this how you found your father through 23 and me yes oh my gosh and yeah (laughs) well didn't find him through it but learned that who she thought was her dad was not right yes about a year journey trying to figure out who her dad was it was like 10 years ago when we were still just dating. I think I was 25, you were like 27. And we just got the 23 and me for fun. Mm-hmm. And when it came back with my results, uh, it said that I was like 25% uh, Guamanian. And I was like, that's interesting. Don't know where that comes from. I got 23 and me and my who I thought was my uncle, he got ancestry. And so when I posted my results from 23 and me on Facebook, he commented on there and he's like, oh, that's interesting. I'm 100% European. He's who I thought was my dad's 100% brother, mm-hmm. full brother. So I was like, okay, so if the Guam doesn't come from my dad, then it comes from my mom, who's blonde hair, blue eyed. Uh, How oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. I don't think that my mom is 50% Guamanian. So it kind of was like, it was in the back of my head, obviously, for years before I actually took it seriously, actually. Yeah, and both her parents at that time passed away, so she couldn't go ask them. Right. So It was an interesting journey. But yeah, once I finally took it seriously, I ended up finding someone who was really good with genetics and took about a year to track him down. But yeah, she incredible. helped me a lot. What was it like when you first saw him, when you first met him? Oh my gosh, I don't even remember. I feel like I blacked out. <laughs> like, he is so, like, I remember him just, like, throwing his arms out. Like, he's a very um, colorful character. And <laughs> so, and he doesn't have a shy bone in his body where I'm totally, I have, like, jitters meeting new people. So, he just threw his arms out and embraced me. And it was really cool. And honestly, like, it felt 
very natural from the get-go. Oh, that's really Aww. great. Thankfully. That's amazing. Yeah, that, would have been awful. yeah, that was crazy. Did he know you existed? <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, really? No, it was yeah. a surprise for everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. My mom oh. was only 15 when she got pregnant with me, and she was kind of a troubled teen, so I think she was just partying a lot, and mm-hmm. I think she genuinely thought that the, the boy that got her pregnant was really my father and but he passed away while she was pregnant wow so she went to the funeral and was like hi everybody i'm pregnant with your son's child and it's just you know it didn't come about until 30 years later (laughs) wow i have to ask you okay going back i kind of got confused there because you said your mom was pregnant but the boy that got her pregnant died yes and she she thought thought. who she thought was my Well, who she thought was the father. Mm -hmm. And so she went there and told them, by the way, that this is his baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. She showed up at the funeral. Oh, so then all along, that's who you thought was your real father. Yes. Yes. And she was actually adopted by that guy's dad, her grandfather. grandfather, Yeah, the boy who passed away, his name is Paul. Uh And after my mom told everyone that Paul was my dad... Paul's family like embraced me of course they were like wow we just lost had a huge loss and we're gonna have you know this baby coming that is you know a piece of him oh my god and they ended up six years later after my mom passed away they adopted me so I stayed in his family so all that time they thought you were really his daughter and you really weren't yeah oh my goodness yeah telling my grandma Paul's mom was the hardest thing I think I've ever had to do it was she rough. took it really well, though. She did take <laughs> it so well, but I remember being terrified. Oh, yeah. that had to be hard on you, too, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, my it goodness. Was, it was definitely... It messed with my head for a while. Yes. <laughs> it was just like looking in the mirror sometimes, like, who am I? Yeah. I actually don't know who I am at all. It's kind of oh weird. It's a gosh. trip. And well, I feel like it did kind of spark this whole lifestyle change, honestly. Like, wanting to get to know my dad, not knowing who I am or what I'm, you know my well, story so when we were walking by the other day we did get a chance to meet your dad and mm-hmm. he is he's hilarious yes. he is colorful he was so fun yes he is Aww. yeah never a dull moment with him around no. so oh my gosh and they're really gonna go great. with you guys then to to mexico yep. yes oh how fun yeah Aww, that's well you wonderful. never know you may see us down there yeah i would love that so. that would be love great it. Well, speaking of traveling, when you guys decided to uh, get on the road, what did you get for an RV? Originally, when she pitched this to me, she wanted us to get a van. Right. And (laughs) van life. 6'2", 280 pounds. I'm not living in a van. (laughs) Um, So I did some research, and it made most sense for us to have a truck that I could use for a work truck and have a trailer. So we have a towable trailer. Mm -hmm. It's a bumper pull. It's a 24-foot Keystone Springdale, nothing mm-hmm. fancy. The really tiny fix. living is intriguing to me. I really mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. I wanted to keep yeah. it as small as possible, but still right. comfortable. And we can get into like really small places, like when we're at national parks and boondocking. Yes. We do a lot of boondocking when we can. So. Do you have any solar on it? I have a um, hundred watt deployable solar unit, mm-hmm. and then a thirty-five hundred watt inverter generator. So, oh, nice. And those are the only things I need. So, right. Any lithium batteries or anything like that? No, I run um, 220 amp hour, uh, six volt golf cart batteries. Okay. So, and those things serve us well. When we're boondocking, the only thing we use with power is our lights and our water pump. Wow. And then we'd have nothing else that run. Everything else runs off propane. So. Mm-hmm. 
That's so, incredible. Yeah, so we have a very small It's a very great boondocking rig. Did you ever think that you could exist with the least amount of stuff? I love it. She, she, she's always wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I've always been a kind of a minimalist at heart. So mm-hmm. I get, yeah, I get overwhelmed by a lot of things. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of perfect for me. Yeah, <laughs> and with this lifestyle, I get to keep my tools with me. So it's a win-win. So yeah. that's, that's all I need. You got plenty of room for those tools. <laughs> yeah. Did you come from a big house or was it kind of small? Um, it was what fourteen hundred square, square foot. It wasn't. Okay. It was pretty modest, yeah. but it was. It was definitely plenty for us. And so, you did you get rid of everything? You sold everything and sold the house and everything. More or? Or yeah, less, yeah, literally everything yeah. except for four tubs of like memorable stuff. Right. That's yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. What'd you do with that? Put it in storage or his sister's? Oh, yep. nice. Yeah. Nice. So it's in her garage. Yeah. Nice. Next yeah. to my chop saw and my table saw. Oh, great. That's perfect. <laughs> Couldn't justify those ones. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> when you first started talking about actually selling your house and living in an RV, what did your friends and family think? They thought we were absolutely nuts. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we renovated this house and like I said, I... I had my we renovated a whole salon studio for myself so they're like why would you do all that work just to sell it I was like that's exactly why I'm tempted to sell it because we added so much value mm-hmm. and it was like how much can we get for this house okay let's go yeah <laughs> gutted that entire house and renovated it took took us two years to fi- to fully do the whole thing oh, so wow. yeah and we did it all ourselves so we didn't have a lot of money into it it was just like it needed updated so terribly bad mm. And so, yeah. Oh, it was my gosh. Like, well, then, obviously, Zach, you're very handy. Yeah. So, and she is, too. So she did a lot of it as well. Great. She's that, a great drywaller, if you ever need uh, it. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's great. Oh, yeah. I mean, YouTube University got us through. <laughs> Isn't that amazing yeah. what's on YouTube? It's, it's it really is. incredible. Because you're an RV tech, so did you have to go to school for that, or did you just... Yeah, I went down to um, Athens, Texas, to uh-huh. NRVTA, did the whole course. I became a registered RV technician. Um, that way I'm certified and get my insurance and all that, so I'm not just Joe Blow off the street fixing your rig. Since then, I've done numerous online courses with Dometic and Eric Sell and a bunch oh, of other people right. as well. So. Oh, that's wonderful. D- done a whole bunch of work. So. Yeah. So what is next for you guys? What do you have planned? What's your future look like? Well, we only plan about four months into the future. So. <laughs> um, I mean, we've tossed back ideas for far into the future, you know, like random things, but we've never really landed on anything. So really, honestly, the only thing we know is we, we're going to get through this next couple months here, going back and forth, Palm Springs and Wilderness, and just try to make enough money to take off two months mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and go to Mexico. Oh. We have Bash coming up. We have to go to. Oh, that's true. We're RV going to Bash. Convention. Oh, no. oh. An escapee. Have you guys heard of Bash? Uh, no. no. Uh-uh. Okay, it's an escapees event. I think it's their biggest one. Yeah. Wow. Oh. But we were invited to go and help with their kids program. And where's that going to be? Havasu. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. remember hearing about it last year at yeah. Lake Havasu. Oh, yeah. People oh, yeah. love it. Just a giant week-long party, they no. say. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> What wow. could possibly go wrong? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think their promo quote is, let's get weird. Oh, <laughs> my yep. gosh. Yeah, so I'm excited. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah you got that in Quartzite, and, you know, that's uh, that's yeah. all you need. Yeah. 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 Pretty crazy. Let's tell everybody how they can find you. You're on TikTok and Instagram, right? Yes, yes. And what's your handle on that? Um, it's Taking Life by the Bars. Mm-hmm. Our last name's 
bar. So B A R R. Yes, two R's. Two R's. Yeah, it's not B A R. Right, right. I know what some of you are thinking. Yeah, taking life by the bars on Instagram and TikTok. They're huge on TikTok and Instagram. And then, are you on Facebook or? Yeah, we have on we have a Facebook profile under that name as well. I'm not as active for okay. sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, it was so fun talking to you guys. It was really thank you so much for having us. us. This was awesome. Yeah, really, and yeah. good luck to you. Yes. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. We good luck to you guys that. too. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Zach and Desiree. Oh yes, and once again, they are taking life by the bars. You can find them on Instagram and TikTok. We've got the link in the description below. Right. And you can find us at rockofthervlife.com. We're also on Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. And we're on Facebook, too, but under my name, Jeff, Jeff Kinsbach. Kinsbach. Good luck spelling that. No. <laughs> All right. Listen, we're out of time for this episode for this week. We'll see you next week. And until next time, safe travels and don't get stoned. I mean, a stone hitting your windshield. Right. I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah. (laughs) It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.